0: Welcome to the Florence Crossroad Podcast. We're thrilled to share with you an exciting message from our weekend service. If you would like more information about who we are as a church and how to get involved, feel free to visit FlorenceCrossroadAG.org. We hope you have an amazing experience and a great week. Good morning. I'm Pastor Dale Edwards. Glad to have you with us this morning. I was looking on uh, our chat line, and we have people from Scotland, from Texas, Deadwood here in Florence and various places, Spokane, all over our country. Who would have thought that we would have that kind of an outreach from Florence, Oregon? Here we are, and it's exciting. I want to, before we go right into the message, I want to thank you. There have been several that have... Uh, set in tithes, offerings, and, and gifts, and we are so grateful for that. As you can imagine, any church during this time is struggling, going through this type of thing where we can't gather together, we can't receive offerings together. And your faithfulness to the work of God here, as far as Crossroads is concerned, is something we do not take lightly. We want to thank you for your gifts. We're not here to plead or ask. But we're just grateful that people have a heart for the kingdom of God. We're able to not only meet the needs that we have here in continuing the various ministries that we are providing each week, but it's allowed us to be even further in our outreach and touching people that are going through some very difficult times financially, and we want to continue to to help them uh, we look forward this next sunday is is mother's day and it's a special day as we want to honor our moms but it's not just honoring our moms it's a, it's a time where we can honor the women of our church people that are around us for every woman that's involved whether you're married not married ever been married widowed have children don't have children this is a message the Lord laid on my heart for them next Sunday that it's not just for the women. It's for anybody, but a special message that the Lord has given to me that I think will be a valuable message. We also have a very special gift we want to give to the ladies of our church, and it's going to be a drive-by gift. I would think of, you know, drive-by, wow, a drive-by giving, I guess, is a way it can be. We're going to give a gift to each of those that would gather here and uh, we'll be sharing a little more next Sunday, but probably about 11 to 12, we're we're going to do that, so you can make preparation for that very special time. It is a great day, a great day to celebrate our great God. And uh, I I was uh, we've been in this series in prayer, uh, and I've called it above the ceiling. It's a great title. I like that. I wish I could say that it was original with me, uh, but. It, it took heart, in my, it took uh, lodging in my heart about what this means, above the ceiling. How many of you have ever prayed and wondered if it really went above the ceiling? Well, they do. And this morning, I want to take another application of prayer, and I'm calling it the intersection of intercession. When we use the term intercession, a lot of times people, wow, that, that's, it, it's, they don't know how to deal with that. It's a little bit intimidating, if you will. Uh, For me, intercession, in my mind and in my logical thinking, maybe as illogical thinking, uh, it it had the idea of praying a long time. And that's hard for people like me because I'm kind of a bottom-line thinker. Uh, Get to the point. When we have a phone call, I like to get to the point of what that phone call is. If it's it's a conversation, I, I like to get to the point of what the conversation's about. And, and it's my own proclivity, it's my own area, but but I've, I've taken that into prayer. I have a problem, Lord fix it, in Jesus' name, amen. That's kind of the way that I kind of like to deal with prayer. Intercession, in my mind, was long praying, praying for hours on end. And I, I just that's just not where I've been. Not that I don't want to talk to the Lord, not that I don't want to have conversations with Him, but my definition wasn't necessarily and isn't necessarily the definition that God gives to us. I want to share with you a passage in in Luke chapter 22, and it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. I love that passage, that your faith should not fail, and when you have returned to me, Strengthen your brethren. I'm not going to unpack all of that this morning, but the passage speaks to me of Jesus being my intercessor before the Father. Every day, day and night, the enemy is making accusations against you and me on a consistent basis. But Jesus is standing before the Father day and night, interceding for us, bridging that chasm, if you will, between us and God. This, this concept of intercession really is that intercession brings two people together. Jesus is my intercessory. He is the one interceding on my behalf. I, I love the way Paul writes it when he says, When in, who is then, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. That's exactly what he's doing. He's making my petition before the Father. If you will, he is my attorney standing before God taking my case. Hebrew says it this way, Hebrews 7, 25, therefore he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, Jesus Christ, because he always lives to intercede for me. Jesus died, was resurrected, and now in resurrected life, he's alive before God, constantly interceding on our behalf. Man, I don't know how how you cannot just get excited about that. To think that our great God sent His only begotten Son that would come into this world to take our sins and our problems, He would take our penalty, and now He stands before the Father and He's interceding. He's pleading the Father's our case before the Father every day. Hallelujah. That's a great thought. Intercession is not prayer. Intercession is an activity. You can pray a prayer of intercession. You, it, it's like prayer or faith. Faith is not prayer, but you can pray a prayer of faith. Intercession is an act of bringing two parties together, if, if you will. It's, it's where two streets come together. It's the convergence of two pathways. That's an intersection. And intersection is really that description of intercession. It's me coming before the Father, and I'm intersecting His path. It's me coming before Him. Jesus is taking the Father, if you will, and He's taking me, and He's bridging and bringing us together. The Holy Spirit does that. You and I can do that as well. Intersection is this bringing two parties together. Jesus built a bridge. For us to have a relationship with the Father. In John 14, it says, I go to prepare a place for you. What he's doing is he's bridging that chasm. He's taking the opportunity. He's doing the work of bringing us before the Father. He's bringing the Father and us together. He's preparing a place. He's creating that bridge that, that allows us. That's intercession. In, in the Old Testament, uh, there's, there's a Hebrew word that is translated intercession. It's the word pagah, and it's an interesting word. It's, it's found 46 times in the Old Testament. And, and some of those times, it's actually translated literally intercession. To understand the word, it's neat to see how it's used in other ways, in other places, because in the way that it's applied there helps us to understand the concept of Intercession. Joshua talks about it here in Joshua 17.10. God is giving to Joshua the understanding of the boundaries that God had given to the people. Southward, it was Ephraim's, and northward, it was Manasseh's and the sea and its borders. And then listen to this, and and they met together. That word is pagah. It's the word that we would translate intercession. They met together together it's the coming together it's the connecting point this is what god is wanting us to know intercession is connecting it bringing people bringing issues bringing challenges before the throne of god intercession is that intersecting as i shared earlier of two paths coming together joshua 19:11 he uses it again in a little different manner but you again you you'll see a little broader spectrum of the, of the concept of intercession. John, Joshua 19, 11 says, And their border went up toward the sea, and Marlah and reached to Dabasheth, and reached to the river that is before Jokaneum. Long words, but interesting concept. Reached to. Really, intercession is exactly that. God reaching to us. Think about this. You couldn't reach to Him, but He's reaching to you. Isn't that an awesome thought? He's reaching to us. I love the way He says it over and again in Scriptures. You did not choose me. I have chosen you. And this concept of, of intercession is God bringing us. He chose us. He's bringing us to Himself to reach us, to help us. Isaiah says it this way. In Isaiah 59, 16, speaking about Jesus and His role, it says, And He saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, His arm brought salvation unto Him, and His righteousness, it sustained Him. Jesus became our intercessor. He became that one that was the bridge between us and God. I I love Isaiah 53. It's this... It's this messianic chapter. It's, it's speaking about Messiah who would come. And Jesus is Messiah. Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus is our Messiah. And verse 12, it says of that chapter, Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great. Speaking about Jesus. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. I'm a transgressor. You're a transgressor. And he became that interceder, that one that was the intercessory point for us to connect with God. I love the way he says, For thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When I pray... I'm making a bridge between heaven and earth. I'm praying, bringing from heaven to earth His will in my prayer. That's that's really what it's about. Your prayers become a bridge of intercession. There's another concept here. Jesus is my intercessor, but so is the Holy Spirit. You know, I was raised in a church where it was the father, son, and the other guy. People didn't know who the Holy Spirit was. There was a fear of the Holy Spirit. We didn't know him by name. We we were baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, but there was never any teaching on who he is, the person of the Holy Spirit. He's an incredible, incredible lover of our souls, and he has so much for us, and he comes to pray for us. He becomes our intercessor. Listen to Paul's writings in Romans eight, verse twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helps. I want to capture that in just a moment. Helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Not the truth. How do you know? In this day that we live with all of the stuff, I think that the fear that has been gendered up in our day today is bigger than the pandemic of of coronavirus. I think the fear of it is worse than the reality of it. I'm serious. And I think that fear is going to have unintended consequences to people's mental distress and all of these other things. Fear. God has not given to us a spirit of fear. And I believe that we we need to hold on to that. But, But here it says we do not know what we should pray for as we are. But the Spirit does. The Spirit himself makes intercession. For us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he searches, who searches the hearts, knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Man, I want my prayers to be aligned with God's will. And when I allow the Holy Spirit to pray with me, through me, use me, guide me, inspire me in prayer, I am confident that it's going to be the will of God. I I I remember a few years ago, I, I was talking with a young couple here in, in Florence, and they were in the process of trying to buy a building to relocate their, their business, and And as we were talking, uh, they had a property in mind, they had a, a place where they were wanting to go. I, I just felt impressed, and it was kind of odd because they were excited about this property and they were working hard at it. And I remember saying to them, and it caught me off guard because it wasn't something I thought or pondered. It was at a moment where I felt the Spirit of the Lord spoke to my heart. You know what? This may or may not be the will of God, but God has a better place at a better price at a better location. And you know what? Within a week, that place that they were looking for fell through, and within another week, a better place, at a better price, with better parking, a better location came to them. I believe that was Spirit-directed. I believe that the Holy Spirit, He intercedes on our behalf. He speaks to us in, in ways. You've had that happen. You've been praying for somebody, and all of a sudden you found yourself praying a thought that you hadn't thought about, and it was, I believe, that's part of the Holy Spirit speaking to us. It goes back to that word, though, where it talks about help. Uh, there's a Greek word, sunantila and bonitai is a Greek word, big word, big word. But it means to help. What it means literally is to support, bringing aid when two bear a burden together. This concept here, likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. This is what He does for us. He comes along. He ministers to us. He strengthens us. we go into our prayer room, and we come before the Lord. If we, if we don't lay that prayer before the Lord and leave that prayer room with our burden left behind in that prayer closet, having brought that prayer and left it with Jesus, if we haven't left it there, all we've done is complained about the problem. Here we are with God saying we're to lay that burden to him. You know, Jesus illustrates us as sheep often, over and again. He, he talks about us as being sheep. You will never find in any place in the world where sheep bear burdens. Always the shepherd bears the burden. You don't have a pack animal called a sheep. They're not going to pack too much weight. That's not what they're built for. That's not what God created them for. And God didn't create us to carry burdens. He created us to bring the burden to the great shepherd. He's the one that will take care of that need. Hallelujah. I'm excited about this concept of intercession. I have Jesus praying for me. I have the Holy Spirit making intercession on my behalf. But, friends, we can be an intercessor as well. And and here's where I want you to to see it. We're going to bring it to application this morning. You and I are building bridges between God and those we're praying for. 1 Timothy 2.1 says, Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications prayers, intercessions, and giving thanks be made known for all men. Notice that he isolates intercession. It's not prayer. It's, it, it's, it's not praise and worship. It's, not, it, it's simply a different aspect. What he's saying is, is that God has made Jesus and the Holy Spirit as intercessors, but he invites us in that we can, through our prayers, we can be, build bridges for others to come to know Jesus. I liken it this way, and here's the takeaway. As as Paul talks about it, he, he speaks to us about we come and we take hold of God. We give him praise, we give him worship, we 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 glorify God, our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Our Father, which art in heaven. It's it's a wonderful prayer, isn't it? It's not just the prayer. We don't pray our Father which art in heaven. It's the example of how we pray. Our mighty God overrules everything. Hallowed be thy name. Lord, I thank you for all that you've done, for the good things that you've provided, for health, for strength, for finances in these insecure moments, for the way that you've guided and directed, for the fact that you love me and you've saved my life. I give you praise. I take hold of the Father. And then I take hold of somebody that I'm, I, I just know they're going through a challenge. They're going through a struggle. And I, I pray for them. Lord, you know my brother. You know my sister. You know their burden. You know their hurt. And God, I'm bringing them to you today. I'm asking you to, to, to bring them together. And we put their hand in your hand today. That's intercession. We're inviting God to invade their life. To invade their circumstance. Do you understand how powerful that is today? Think about this. We have been given the prerogative by God to bring friends, family members, circumstances, situations into the very presence of God with this assurance first that He is and that He exists and that He is a reward of those that diligently seek Him and He will answer prayer. Hallelujah. You take hold of that person you're bringing them to an intersection they may not know it they may never know it but you're bringing them to an intersection many years ago many years ago 50 plus years ago I didn't know Jesus oh, I knew about him I knew that there was a Jesus I knew there was a God I, 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 I knew the Bible I was brought up in a church I didn't know Jesus. I had never made a commitment. I had not given him control of my life. I just knew about him as an acquiescence of my mind, but I really didn't know him. Here's what I want you to understand. There were people praying for me. My mom was praying for me. My grandmother was praying for me. My mother-in-law, who would become my mother-in-law, was praying for me. The young lady that I was dating that I would ultimately marry, and we've been married now fifty two years together was praying for me. I owe my salvation to these women who stood before the throne of God and lifted me before him and literally held God in one hand and me in the other and they held on to me and brought me into the place of prayer and It was a unique moment when God began to deal with me i didn't recognize it at first, but there was things happening in my life because of their prayers it was bringing me to a place for one day. (laughs) September 25th, 1966, I bowed my heart to Jesus Christ and I asked Him to be my Lord and Savior. It was because of the intercessory prayer of these precious women of God who brought me into His presence. I want to close with this. I heard this and I read this story some time back. It's an interesting story and it happened. It's and I want to read it to you. It's a story that happened at the end of World War I. An elderly man came into an orphanage with a little girl, and he asked if they could take her. And they said, as long as a child has a living parent, they couldn't take the child because of the numbers of those needing help. He told them, he says, I am old, and I have been a prisoner of war, and I am old and weak, and I'm too ill to work. She will die if you don't take care of her. They felt compassion, but they told him their hands were tied. He said to them, you mean that if I were dead, you would take my little girl and she would live and have food and clothing and have a home? They said, yes. Father picked up his little girl and he hugged her and kissed her and then put her in the hands of her hand in the hand of the man who was there at the desk. And then he said to him, I will arrange it. He left her there. He went out and he hung himself because he wanted his daughter provided for and taken care of. That's a horrible, tragic story. But here's the, here's the, the other side of it. <laughs> I think there was a conversation in heaven it went something like this. Jesus said to the Father, if I die, they can live and have a home with you? And the Father said yes. Jesus put our hands in the Father's hands and went out and hung on a cross. He died for you and me, making a bridge between you and God. It's a broad spectrum, and it's a lot to unpack, but understand this. You and I can't save ourselves. We cannot be good enough. We can't do enough good things to earn heaven. Heaven, eternal life, is a gift. Jesus came into this world to take our punishment, to take what the law required, what justice demanded. He came because of love to forgive us, to die for us, to cleanse us, to help us. He said to the father, if I die, they can live. He did that for us. Perhaps you've come to this moment because of the turmoil of where our world is right now. And there's confusion, there's fear, and there's anxiousness. It's out of your control. There's nothing much you can do about it. You'd say, pastor, I don't know how to deal with the moments that I live. There's a lot that I can't control, but there's a few things that I can. One, I can make a decision. I'm going to ask you, have you given him control of your life? Have you asked him to be your Lord and your Savior? Have you invited him to come in and be with you, help you, walk with you? Have you said, Jesus, forgive me, cleanse me, help me? Be my Lord. Be my Savior. This morning, I invite you to do that. I invite you to, with me, commit our lives to him who committed so much for us. He's interceding for us. He's pleading the Father for you. The Holy Spirit is making intervention for you right now. Right now, wherever you're at, you're hearing it. You're sensing the Spirit of the Lord. Speak to your heart right now. You can respond to him. Right where you are, you can just lift your hands to him and you can say, Father, I yield my life to you. I need you. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Help me. I can't do this alone. I can't do it without you. I need you right now. I declare you, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and Savior. Receive me as your child in Jesus' name. That simple prayer is where it begins. I'm going to ask you to do something this morning. You can either on either on the chat moment there ask for prayer. I've made this commitment. I want to serve the Lord. I need him to come into my life. Whatever and however you want to share that. Put it on the chat line that 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 you're watching this on today or you can put it as an email to us at at florencecrossroadag.org. You can you can Call us at 541-997-3533. You can get in touch with us some way. Let somebody know today. Let somebody else know that today you made that commitment to serve Jesus. Let somebody else know that somebody's prayers have been answered today because you have bowed your heart to the Savior. Father, I thank you for all that are listening and all that have come today. I pray your blessing over them, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will take the words, the frail, fragile words that we have spoken, and make them resident in the hearts of those that would hear. Lord, you you love us. Right now you're interceding for us, you're begging for us to come to know you, and you're pleading the Father. You're standing on on holy ground declaring who we are before the Father. And Holy Spirit, you're there wooing us and drawing us and guiding us, interceding on our behalf. You're speaking through this life and others today on the behalf of many. Would you touch each one for your glory? In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we'll give you praise. Amen.